Hi, and welcome to the Shoot from the Heart podcast with me, Diane Bell. If you want to write a script, make a movie, or quite simply live an abundant and creatively fulfilled life, you are in the right place. Each week, I'll share with you tips, techniques, and real-world information that will inspire and empower you on your path. Thank you so much for joining me. I am rooting for you all the way. Let's do this. Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to episode 82 of the Shoot from the Heart podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am coming to you from Scotland this week. I am back here supporting my family through a whole cluster of medical crises, issues. My mother broke her wrist and needs to get a cast off. My father is getting a knee replacement surgery. So both of them, once they get those things done, they'll be on the mend. But it's kind of rubbish in the middle. And my poor little sister, my younger sister, is actually unwell and in hospital, having a severe mental health issue, which has been going on for a year now. It's it's tough. It's tough. So it's not the easiest week for me. But here I am. And I'm so happy to be here and to be here with you to talk about scripts and films and these fun things. So let's talk about it. My subject for today is this. There's a general myth that seems to float around screenwriting circles, which is that in order to sell a script, you have to write at least three to five scripts. I wonder if you've ever heard that. I've seen this multiple times on Facebook groups. People say, I want to sell a script. How do I do it? And all these people say, you have to write at least three to five before you can sell the script. (laughs) And I always think, says who? Really? Maybe that was your experience. Maybe that person who's saying that is saying that because that's how it was for them. It took them three to five scripts before they sold one. Maybe. Certainly it's true that if you desire to get representation, an agent or manager to represent you, you'll probably need three to five scripts before they would consider you. I think if you wrote something truly exceptional, maybe you would get someone on the hook, but mostly they're going to want to see more of a body of work. And that's certainly true when it comes from a manager, because they want to be able to send you out for multiple jobs and like one thing's not really going to cut it. But if we think about actual producers, does a producer care how many scripts you've written? If this script lands on this producer's desk and it's like, here's the script, read the script and they read the script and it has them laughing and it has them crying and they love it and they're moved by it and they're touched by it and they're excited by it. Do you think that then they call up to have a conversation with you and you say, it's my first script, it's my only script. They're going to go, well, in that case, we're passing. I mean, it was the most amazing script and I love it and it'll make an amazing movie, but we're going to pass because you've only written one script. I mean, really, how absurd would that be? (laughs) So I do not believe this to be true for a second. And I know it doubly not to be true because I personally sold the first script that I wrote. So I had only written one screenplay, just one, when I went out there to sell it because I believed in it. I didn't have in my belief system this idea that I had to write three before I could sell the first one. That was not a thing in my brain. (laughs) So I thought... I've written a really great script. I know this is going to make a great film. I am going to do everything that I can to sell it. And within one year of finishing it, I had indeed sold it. Did the producer ever ask me, what else have you got? No, 
the producer who optioned the script and then the producers who came on board because the script was then uh, financed by a different company. The initial producer optioned it for just a thousand dollars, I think. And then he took it to a financing company and then they paid me money to rewrite it. I think they paid me around $40,000 to rewrite it. And so that was great. But nobody ever said to me, Diane, have you written another script? We're just like, yay, we love your script. We're so excited to work with you. This is going to be so great. This movie's going to be amazing. We love it. They never asked me about another script. What else have you got? Wasn't that at all. Why would they care? They love that script. And when you think about it, for instance, if a producer is going to be looking at your script as a writing sample, so say they're actually considering you for another job as a writer, they're not going to say, can I see three scripts? <laughs> Just think about this for a minute. So a producer is considering you, hiring you to write their idea, and you give them your script, say, hey, I think I'd be really good at writing your script. Take a look at this. And they read your script. Then they go, that was amazing. It was brilliant. It was fantastic. But I want to see something else. No, of course they're not. They're only going to read one script and be like, this person's amazing. In fact, they might only read half a script and be like, this person can do it. They're great. So my own experience, I saw my first screenplay. And after that, one screenplay, mind you, I was hired to rewrite a script for John McTiernan, the director of Die Hard and Predator and Hunt for Red October and things like that. Now, is that wacky or what? I think it's pretty wacky. I went to work with McTee, as he's known, as he's called, and I was just absolutely amazed that I had been hired on the basis of one script. And shall I tell you something that was even crazier than that? He didn't even read my first script. This is kind of mind-blowing, isn't it? Now, I tell you this in part to say, you get what you believe. You really get what you believe. And this is not just true in the film industry and in screenwriting industry, but in life. If you believe you have to jump through 10 different hoops in order to get a certain kind of job, then guess what? That's exactly what you'll have to do. But if you decide to believe something else, then that's what you will experience as well. This is how it works in life. So my question to you, if you're wondering, do I have to write three to five scripts in order to sell one, is what do you want to believe? What would serve you to believe? Because the fact is there's some people out in the world who would tell you that you do need to write three to five. And there's other people out in the world like me who would say, well, that wasn't my experience. I don't think you need to write three to, uh, I don't think you need to write three to five. I think you could do it in one. What do you want to believe? What's going to serve you? So you could ask yourself too, who would hire me to write something? I've only written one script. But then maybe you could say, maybe it's possible. John McTiernan hired Diane Bell without even reading the script. You might be like, why did he hire me? So just to give you an idea of what that looked like and how that was possible. First of all, so we met at this dinner, my husband, well, he wasn't my husband at the time. He was just a guy that I'd met on the street. <laughs> at that time, I'd known him for about two weeks. But the man who is now my husband, who at that point was somebody I just met on the street, he had worked with McTee on a movie called Basic. And he had become very good friends with him and was helping him with another project. And he introduced me to McTee. So McTee came into town, into LA from Wyoming. He lived on a ranch in Wyoming at this point, And he had come into town on business. 
And Chris, my now husband, was going to have dinner with him and said, do you want to come to dinner with McTee? And I said, oh my gosh, yes. I get to meet the director of Die Hard. My mind is blowing and exploding because just a month ago, I had known nobody in the American film industry, not a single person. And now here I was in America getting invited to dinner with the director of Die Hard. Of course I went. And what was really crazy was when we sat down for dinner, McTee said, I hear you just optioned your first script. And I said, yes. And he said, who did you option it to? And I said, Peter Samuelson, who was the producer who optioned my first screenplay. And McTee nearly fell off his chair. It was one of those comic reactions where he literally nearly fell off his chair. And his eyes, I can just picture it now, like his eyes just popped wide open. He said, I optioned my first script to Peter Samuelson. And I was like, what? And so we just then connected over this bizarre coincidence. And shortly after that, the following week, McTee was going back to Wyoming and he suddenly called up Chris, my now husband at the time, the guy that I was seeing, and and said to Chris, would you and Diane like to come out to the ranch for a week? I would really love to talk to Diane about scripts. So that was it. So we we went, we we rushed to Santa Monica Airport. This was typical McTee land. It was like, okay, you'd like to come? Great. We're at Santa Monica Airport now. Can you come here? Our jet's leaving in 30 minutes. So we rushed to Santa Monica Airport, flew in the private jet to Wyoming, went to the ranch. And basically that week at the ranch, and I spent a week there, every day he gave me a different script to read. And then we would discuss it. He would say, hey, I wonder, could you read this script? So I said, sure. And he said, maybe we could meet up about 4.30 and just have a chat about it. I said, sure. So I would just go off and sit and read the script and then go and chat to him about the the script that I had read. And quite honestly, I wasn't there pitching for a job. I was there really just just enjoying this situation. I mean, being able to read scripts and discuss them with this master cinematic storyteller was just such a gift to me. It was just, my mind was blown. I was just so excited to do this. And I was such a cinephile and such an obsessive with scripts and with movies that I always had an opinion on scripts. So I was more than happy to sit and discuss these scripts with him and be very honest about what I thought about them. And he clearly enjoyed talking about scripts with me. We just immediately connected. And we would just sit there for a couple of hours and talk about the script. And we would end up talking about all different kinds of movies too. And I think he was really surprised that I had this really wide and deep knowledge of film. So he would mention a John Ford movie or Stanley Kubrick or even something from the thirties. And I'd be like, I knew that film. And, and he was like, Hmm. And so we shared the same language. And I think that's what gave him the faith to hire me to hire me to rewrite a script for him. Well, with him, I didn't, I didn't go off and do it by myself. We did it together. So this is a long way to say, you get what you believe. We are in an industry that is not, this is not medicine. This is not like becoming a doctor. To become a successful screenwriter, it's not like you have to go to university and you have to get this degree and you have to have these letters after your name and you have to have this license and otherwise no one's going to hire you. It's not like you have to do these things in order to be legit. You are legit the moment that you decide you are. The moment that you decide your work is of value, that you are capable, that you can do this, that you have things to offer, that you're excited about it, you feel called to it, you feel confident about it, not because you've done it, but because you love it. 
And if you're in that zone, you will get hired. You will sell your script. People want to talk to you. People want to meet you. So it's really the shift is in you. If you believe you have to write three to five scripts, you will, because you have made it part of your belief system that I am not worthy of selling a script until I have jumped through these hoops and met this standard. But it's perfectly possible that you decide that standard is there already before anybody else sees it. And to be honest, what I see again and again with so many screenwriters, and I know so many screenwriters, <laughs> I, mean, I live with screenwriters, and what I see again and again is too often screenwriters are waiting to be validated by other people. They're waiting to know that they're good enough because someone else tells them they are. So whether that is through a competition that they're going to enter, whether that is through a reader, a paid reader, it's like they're waiting for somebody to say, I give you nine out of 10. Your script is better than 90% of scripts and therefore you are anointed and now you can go forward with faith and sell your script. And I just think this is utter hooey. Nobody told me my script was good. In fact, to be honest, <laughs> when I went out to sell my first screenplay, a few people told me pretty soon that it wasn't good enough. They said, I read your script and I think you need to keep working on it. I don't think it's good enough. And I just decided not to listen to them because I felt it was. I just thought, well, they don't know. They don't get it. It's, that's their problem because I know that this will make a great movie. So when your belief system is so strong, when it is rock solid like that, and no one can really shake it, when you just believe with every fiber of your being that your film will be a good film, then you're going to step out into the world and you're going to magnetize that result. It's going to come to you. But if you're still walking out into the world, hoping that somebody else is going to tell you you're good enough, that someone else is going to wave their magic wand for you, oof, I hate to say it, but you might be waiting a long time. And likewise, if you put it in your head, like I need to achieve all these different things before I can sell my script, I need to place in a competition. I need to get some reader to tell me my script is good enough. I need to read, I need to write three more scripts. I need to write five more scripts. I need to pay my dues. I have literally seen people in Facebook groups say, you have to pay your dues. No, you don't. Says who dues to who? That's not how this industry works. This industry is about the work and it's about your passion for it. And when you channel that and you get into your vibe, you will be unstoppable. But as long as you're second guessing yourself and giving your power away and thinking you have to fulfill other people's ideas of what you have to do, guess what? You're going to be waiting a long time to get the result that you want. So my invitation to you today is to have a think about what you want to believe. To have a think about whether you really are embodying total belief and faith in your own work. I want you to have a look at where you are still looking for validation, where you are still looking to conventional wisdom. Now, I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea to get readers to read your script. Well, maybe I do. <laughs> No, I don't think it's necessarily a bad idea to pay someone to read your script and get their notes. Maybe it depends partly on the kind of script you've written and the kind of place you want to sell it to. 
But generally speaking, I would really caution you about that. It's certainly not necessary. You don't have to get people, pay people to read your script. I, I, I never did it. I have never done it to this day. I can say that. Yeah, I'm just reflecting. I'm making sure that I'm completely in integrity. I'm 100% integrity. I've never paid anyone to read any of my scripts. I've 100% just had faith in my own belief in the work. Producers that I've submitted my scripts to have paid readers to read them. And I've read those notes, horrible notes sometimes. But I would really caution you about giving your power away to conventional wisdom. When you enter the industry of screenwriting and filmmaking, what you are ultimately looking for is some crazy impossible results, not predictable results, but unpredictable results. You're looking for people to fall in love with your script. That doesn't happen every day. Most scripts don't sell. So you need to align yourself with some unconventional views. Start choosing deliberately to believe things that will serve you. And this will make all the difference. All right, lovelies, that's what I have for you today. Before I wrap this up, though, I want to invite you to reach out to me with any question you have about screenwriting or filmmaking, because I am going to start on this podcast to answer questions. I'm going to be your agony aunt, your screenwriting, filmmaking agony aunt. I do this quite a lot in the Shoot from the Heart Society. If you're not a member of that already, get your booty in there. That's my free Facebook group for screenwriters and filmmakers. Once you get in there, first of all, the best community, the coolest people, the most supportive community. It's amazing. So there's that. There's also some free classes in there that you can do immediately that are way more deeper than what we have the chance to do here on the podcast. And also you can ask things. I don't answer every question that gets posted in there, but I do drop in there. If you want every question answered, join the network. <laughs> the network is my paid membership. I This is where you can get direct access to me, my direct support and mentorship. Every week I'm doing a Zoom in there and we get together and we chat and you will always have a chance to ask me directly questions and to get my support and guidance on this journey. And it's, again, the most incredible group. If you feel called to join the network, check it out. I'll put the link into the show notes. But also, if you have some question burning in your mind about your journey as a screenwriter or filmmaker, please do send it to me. You can write me at diane at dianebell.com. Okay, so it's D-I-A-N-E at dianebell.com. And and tell me what's going on and ask the questions because I would love, love, love to help you and support you. I firmly believe that together we rise and it is my deepest honor and joy to support people, create careers and lives of their wildest dreams. So do send me a question if you have anything that you'd like my support on, diane at dianebell.com. And hopefully I will see you in the network soon. The network, by the way, is about to explode. This is a very good time to join it. It's $111 a month, but once you join at that price, you lock it in for as long as you stay a member. So it's a monthly membership. And very soon, it's going to have a lot of course content available to you. And at that point, the price will be going up because you are literally going to be getting access to thousands of dollars of course material, including a program on revising your script, one on selling your script, 
one on how to raise money for a movie, an in-depth, that's like over 10 hours of creating a package to sell your movie and get money for it. Uh, the directing masterclass is going to be part of the network. That is a five-part class on how to direct successfully. So many things are coming into that. So this is an amazing time to join because you'll get in while the price is still low. Don't miss this opportunity. Join the network today. You'll find the link in my show notes. All right, my loves, if you have any questions about this episode, pop them over to me. I love you so much. Take care. And I'll be back next week, back in sunny Spain. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know you can listen to so many different podcasts, so it really means the world to me that you chose to listen to this. If you've enjoyed this and you've had any value out of this podcast at all, can I ask a little favor? Could you please share it on social media or go to wherever you're listening to it and leave a review so that other people can find it? I really, really appreciate it so much. I love you so much and I can't wait to see you the next one. If you want to get in touch at any point, send me a message, support at dianebell.com. And also check out my website, dianebell.com and see what I'm up to. Hopefully I'll see you in the social medias. Take care and I'll see you next time.